I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. I had it. Oh, did you? The movies. <laughs> I had it quick, but I had it. Okay, we're back. Even still. It wasn't a misfire, so I'll take it. What up team? Uh, Expendables doing? 4, now in theaters. We're still thinking hey, about seeing it. I think we should go see it. I saw a review where someone said they were impressed that blockbuster movie like a blockbuster movie could be so i was trying to get us to stereo those cans um sorry continue they're like i'm i can't remember the last time i saw a blockbuster movie like so brazenly bad oh that's awesome and i was like i can't remember the last time i saw one that wasn't brazenly bad folks we like to have fun here um yeah i haven't seen a good movie there's been three of the this year Mm. The Covenant, Barbie, and uh, Air. And that's it. Whole year. Do you mean Guy Ritchie's The Covenant? I do. Okay. Not The Covenant 2003. <laughs> Love you hanging in with that bit. I appreciated it a lot the first time. That was you, right? That wasn't. No one lifted that from you on Twitter. Um. Yeah. I feel like that. I thought that was one of your bits that like we had, and then like two years later we saw it popping up on Twitter, and we were infuriated. Speaking of that, uh, you got another one of those. Well. Kind of. I feel like I willed this into existence just with all like the saw bits <clears throat> that I posted. Oh, do you want to play it? I I think they like took it down. I think AMC or something like they made them take it down. But for people who didn't see it, they made a, a parody of the Nicole Kidman, the movies thing with uh, Billy the puppet, the scary little guy from the saw movies. Yeah, him, I feel like we made that up. Him like, we come to this place. To, like, for screams yeah, and like dismemberment <laughs> feels good in a place like i was watching it just like i really can't believe i didn't make this i was borderline offended by that bit given mm. it was so in your brain yeah like that's they didn't make that yeah like whoever's doing saw 10 social media campaign they're doing it right i would have been doing these bits like eight saw movies ago but you know the ship sailed. Do you think at this point, after 20 years of these movies, they finally realized how funny they are? Yes. <laughs> We're leaning in. Even the first one that's an actual good movie is still very funny. Is that you, Zep, you bastard? <laughs> Him white as a ghost, like, here, take this key. It's very funny when Danny Glover, who's racing after who he thinks is Jigsaw, goes, I'm gonna kill you, you sick asshole. I'm gonna I'm kill you, sick asshole. Is it, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to get you? I mean, either or works. The Slight Butcher Bandit wants to know. Folks, I think I was right, actually, if you want to get right to That's why I didn't do, the, do it. I just asked. The Slight Butcher Bandit is not me. God damn it. That's a, folks, for those that are not in the know, the Slight Butcher Bandit is a guy who corrects people's movie quotes that are like one 
word off. Something that most wouldn't even consider a miss. He's a guy that everybody loves. Yeah, like when they quote something and then <laughs> he corrects it with like, oh, you forgot the the, and then you do it again. Everyone's just looking like, what? Like, huh? I'm so tempted to do it with people in a professional or normal setting whenever anyone tries to quote anything. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep, that's the quote. You mm. said it from yeah. the movie that I know that it is. Like, ah. Just as it is, and I remember it. You brutes. <laughs> Verbatim. I can't believe there's a new Hunger Games movie. Huh, it's like a huh. prequel, and we're supposed to be excited about it. I mean, is this real? Folks, you seen this? You heard about Sounds this? Sounds to me... Like another case of the fake movies. Yeah, this is another. This is just Hollywood. Just like this is the last dying gasp of of an art form. They're like, oh, fuck, a Hunger Games prequel. I don't know. Is Jennifer Lawrence attached? Anyone no. that matters? It's a prequel set. Like I don't know. They got Jason Schwartzman playing mm. the younger version of Stanley Tucci's fucked up character. That sucks. I don't know why this exists. Jennifer Lawrence is all tied up with no hard feelings, too. I mean, I hope so. Or that she was a hell of a picture. Enrolls in the college that whatever that guy's name is went to. Fucking, I'd fucking go to that fucking college. That four-minute nude scene. Great for folks scene. that haven't seen it, it's worth it for that alone. I yeah, must admit. No hard feelings. A funny comedy mm. that has laughs in it. Don't oversell it. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Has a laugh in it, and it's in the trailer. I liked it, though. I thought it was fun. It's as close to a comedy that we're going to get, because Lord only knows we're never going to get The Hangover 3 again. Okay, hmm. until they make The Hangover Part 4. Could have been in The Hangover 2, booby. Think about how sick Hangover 4 is going to be. Is that really happening? I mean, I hope after Todd Phillips makes Joker 2, he's like, you know what? I got another Hangover in me. I wouldn't be shocked. There's no way that they've decided actively for that to be a, a dead universe. It's just he probably got caught up in somehow tricking everybody into thinking he's some sort of artiste. Mm. Yeah, they'll probably do like a a reboot where they CGI DH Zach Galifianakis. It's like a super bad college thing. I'm like selling myself on the idea of this as I remember about it. Mm. Who else Did you then? see that um, there's a lot going on right now? Tell me about it. The funniest... All the funniest thing this week, I think, is that it's been outed that Rotten Tomatoes can be bought by a PR firm. Essentially, mm -hmm. like people were paying for higher reviews. Ooh. They were like juicing it with shitty critics because the number goes up regardless of who the critics are. Interesting. So I think that a lot of the scores were fake and they were able to prove it on a few movies. I can't remember which ones, but I'd be annoyed if I worked on a movie that Rotten Tomatoes panned and then I found out later on that none of the scores really meant anything, which is kind of what most people have been saying the last few years regardless. It is funny. Instead of like making good movies, they're just like jumping through hoops trying to trick people into seeing these bad movies yes. with like weird uh, things like this. Well, right. Rather than improve the content, why not just come up with a shitty algorithm to trick us into enjoying or mm. pretending that we've enjoyed something we haven't? It's fucking diabolical. It is, yeah. I I don't know how much lower things can get, folks. Although I did see some news that gave me hope for the future of cinema mm. the other day. I don't know if you saw this, but Mark Wahlberg... Hey, how you doing? ...has announced... I don't think that I'll be acting that much longer at the pace I, I have am that now. too. <laughs> yeah, he won't keep the pace. That's the funniest part. Mark, 
Feel free to slow that pace down to a crawl. Yeah, Mark, go ahead. Take a break, bud. Hey. It's like, wait, you mean we're not going to get Invincible 2 (laughs) straight to Paramount (laughs) Plus anytime soon? Mark, are you trying to kill me? I feel like he's not had a hit in a bit. Correct me if I'm wrong. All he does on Instagram is like hawk his uh, Christianity app and his tequila brand. I'm he not even. Have he literally used the phrase on his Instagram the other day on one of those TikTok videos. I think it was one of the guys that says, "What do you do for a living?" or one of those. Hey. And they were asking him all these questions, and they're like, "Mark, what are you promoting today?" He's like, "I'm hawking this tequila." He literally said, "Hawking." Like, yeah. well, at least there's that. Least are you a flea market salesman, Mark? At this I mean, point in your career, that's our next stop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the flea market falcon. I'm setting up a table at the Norwell Crafts Fair. That's right. Out in front of Sparrow Middle School. I'm starring in a new movie called Flea Market Falcon. It's going to be my final movie. <laughs> I'm going to announce my final movie like Daniel Day-Lewis did. Where I go down and I beat up a bunch of retarded kids. <laughs> it's going to be the, the greatest <laughs> picture anyone's ever seen. Cover them, cover them in peanut butter. I'm going to finally get that Oscar. That's why it's funny him being like, uh, yeah, like I don't think I'll be acting that much longer. Because it makes sense. He's in action movies yeah. and like he's 53 or whatever he can't do this forever no. unless he wants to like liam neeson it it's not like he's going to enter like his tom hanks period of his career where he's doing like a bunch of biopics and getting you know like older man type work older boy yes older boy mm, he could work. play older boy hey I, I this great script just came across my desk <laughs> I I don't know who wrote it, but it's called Older Boy. I'm doing it. It's fucking terrific. Hey, how you doing? We got this lantern here. We're on a camping trip. I got my hand on this other boy's pants. He's going to ask his mother if he's gay later. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to stop hawking tequila for one weekend to film this fucking passion project. I'm getting fired up about it. Hey, younger boy, take this shot of tequila and just whatever anything goes you know it's gonna be cool as long as it's Fletcher Azul that's fine <laughs> is that the name of it it is I'm oh just that's like, great but yeah <sighs> the, the script for Young Ank the movie has reached Mark Wahlberg's producers and that's directors right. and, and his agents we're gonna get some green lights going this week yeah my Johnny Drama thinks I should do it so I'm gonna do it but do you want to live in a world where Mark Wahlberg is not there making turkeys? I don't know if I do. I hate him more performatively than actually, because there are a few movies that I think he was he worked in. Hey, thanks for that. He you, sucks as a guy, but like, there's a couple of movies where, like, to me, can this, you name a couple? <laughs> I wouldn't hate naming a few. I like him in The Departed. Okay, that's a good set. Um, Basketball Diaries is probably one of my favorites that he did. Weirdly enough, um, that one is Daddy's strong. Home and Daddy's Home Two. I never mm. will take those away. <laughs> Boogie Nights, I think, is a legit awesome movie, <laughs> and because of him, I like that. That's after Daddy's Home One and Two. It is. We're in order. Yeah, I'm gonna say Fear was an important movie. Hey. I think he's very good in Pain and Gain. Mm, okay, like legit love his role in Pain and Gain. I think he's hysterical, and I think he embodies the role of this get rich quick personal trainer who works in some big gym who's a dope i've like been around guys like him and he does it perfectly get rich or die trying yeah 50 it's me 50 cent took that from me i I gave it to him 
What if 50 was here with us tonight? Shit, man. I don't fucking fuck with Mark Wahlberg. 50, I was going to play your music, but instead I'm going to play a song by Shit, one of your man. counterparts, Jermaine Dupree. Shit, this is fucking fire, man. 50, this is a hip-hop related news item. All right, Are you all right. aware that Jermaine Dupree has been going around claiming that he invented making it rain in clubs? A word? For those at home who aren't familiar, making it rain is when someone gets a bunch of money and throws it in the air for everybody to have. Like, ah! Jermaine Dupree is now in 2023, 20 years after his last relevant production of anything, is mm. saying he invented making it rain to grab a headline. I mean, wow. How do we prove that? We don't. We get to work immediately trying to prove it. This is our Zodiac case. I feel like this might be a two Diet Coke pod. I think, yes. Mm. That sounds right. Um... Remember this, this song, by the way? This is Welcome to Atlanta, which is a Jermaine Dupree track featuring Ludacris. Okay. Friends of the show, no doubt. Jermaine Dupree was huge in the... I was talking about this with uh, one of my clients, friend of the show, Tom. Tommy. And we were discussing this... Is this Tom Cruise? It is, actually. Mm. Big client, big Jim, loved it. <laughs> yes. And we were talking about Jermaine Dupree and how... Because this one of his songs came on, and he was kind of huge in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and then I don't really know who market corrected him. Maybe it was Ja Rule. I really don't know. Mm. Like little nerdy guys with a whole crew behind him. Ja Rule had the Murder Inc. thing with Irv Gotti, and then now they're both irrelevant. And there's another fire festival happening, and somehow tickets are actually selling, which to me is remarkable. Yeah, why is that happening? I think anybody who's going to Fire Festival at this point is going because they want to say they went to Fire Festival. Not like to enjoy it, but just to, for the ridiculousness of it. It's like, can you believe that I went to the sequel to like the biggest catastrophe ever and like it fucking <clears throat> sucked? What are the odds that it'll actually be fun is the question. That'd be dope if it was like sick. We go next year. If we hear the live show, we're going to be there at two and three and the whole deal. Will you make it rain? I will. I was going to say, I thought I invented that, but if Jermaine Dupree wants to take credit for it, it's fine. What do you make it rain with? Like <laughs> McDonald's Monopoly pieces and, <laughs> and, and Chick-fil-A coupons and yeah. nickels, yeah. <laughs> broken vape charges. All the behaves are like, ow, what is it raining with? Was that a handful of pennies? Is this cloudy with a chance of meatballs? I think a berg just fell. What the fuck you is just going on? Throwing roaches in the air. Like thwap. Oh boy, I got this half pack of papers in a dead lighter. <laughs> you in on that? Um, I'm going to... New segment for the pod. Scotty dumps his pockets out and the fans at home guess what's inside. <laughs> that sounds kind of fun. Let me see the whites of those pockets. The, uh... The mayor of Kingstown was renewed for season three. I know you're really excited about that as a Ren fan. We're already at season three of season that? Season three. Jesus Christ. Well, as long as we've entered the Jeremy Renner corner, I might as well go ahead and let you know he's on the cover of Cigar and Spirits <laughs> this month. <laughs> there he is wearing two of Monty's legs because he's crippled from the snowblower incident. This uh, Monty let him borrow two rights. <laughs> oh, two rights? Two wrongs made them or Monty, something? I've known you for 35 years. I can't remember if it's the right or the left leg. I apologize. You fat fuck. <laughs> But Jeremy Renner, 
Uh, I can go short year round. On the cover of this <laughs> magazine called Cigar and Spirits, a lifestyle magazine. So he's only doing the coolest publications. The cover says Jeremy Renner looking good, feeling better, and doing the work. <laughs> the work. <laughs> Like what work? Like, I almost just spit Diet Coke into the microphone. By the work? Are you referring to renovations specifically? I think he means uh, taking a shit unassisted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish the snowmobile cut his head off. He's like cashing Hawkeye checks. Like, oh yeah, I forgot I did that piece of shit show. <laughs> Whose car are we going to take? <sighs> God, that's good. But yeah, I... Cheap. I forgot that really cool magazines like this exist and I gotta, you know, get back in there. You should make a magazine called like Mountain Dew and Smoking Weed by the Window. Oh. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, I'm Let me try it again, ready? Magazine. You should start a magazine called Change in Your Pockets. Nope, it's Better. dead. Better. Better. Stronger. Closer. Um, did you see that Steven Tyler has damaged vocal cords and had to change or basically cancel most of the tour? Friend of the show, Joe Grada, is devastated. Wah, wah, wah. Huge Aerosmith fan. I mean, who isn't? I actually like Aerosmith. I think they're, they're great. Kind of yeah. like a joke, but they got no, some No, they're guys. awesome. I mean, even that Armageddon song. That's probably like the greatest love song ever written, no? I like it. I mean, can you imagine a more romantic scene than the one that's played against in Armageddon where Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler smooch in an airplane hangar? Smooch in with everybody. <laughs> Mo with the gimpy leg. You know who I like that's in that same category of bands? Tell me. <laughs> ZZ Top. <laughs> what was this bit again? I can't remember. I remember something. thinking it was quite funny at the time. Let's just do a little bit of the news. All right, here we are down in the chill zone. Uh, Scotty had to drive in traffic going both directions to get here. He's the most dedicated podcaster in the Watertown area, and you can hear him also on the South Shore Boys. We're here tonight. Wow. We're talking about everything from Mark Wahlberg to his tequila to celebrities, dead children, and everybody out there, have a nice night. I missed the post. I don't know if you saw this, but Robert De Niro set to revive his famous taxi driver role in a new uber commercial how's that grab you i wish uber didn't exist sometimes but Mm. it is convenient i use it you're a big uber guy i like uber eats they get me with that uber one they like throw you these deals that aren't deals but they like yeah. Use some sort of mental trickery to make me think it's a deal. We order food entirely too much and I love it. And it's nice when you're mm. like tired or don't feel like cooking. But the, the concept of Uber Eats is infuriating. Because mm. if you get into your car and you drive down to the restaurant, you save like $37. It's true. And you can still get takeout. You still don't have to cook. You just have to move briefly. Yeah. And they sneak in a lot of fees. Like, they don't mention them till the very end. Yeah. Like, you think you're getting a deal. It's like, oh, this is like 40% off with a fucking coupon. But then they're like, oh, here's like every fee imaginable. And then on top of it, you're tipping for yeah. food that's most certainly going to be a missing an item cold and late. Especially certain things. Like, if you're Ubering Taco Bell. Not happening, like, yeah. That needs to be eaten immediately. 
You need to eat that as it's handed to you. Yeah. Like it's coming in the window of your car and you're eating it. And even then, sometimes it's too late. Right. Like, even then you're going to get diarrhea. Yeah. Fuck. No, but no, no. I think it's... What do you imagine this commercial will be? Him like in the taxi driver get up, like doing the you talking to me in the mirror. That's the most famous bit. They'll probably mm. do that. Like you talking to me... Sandwich. I'm like, like, hey, hoops, I'm giving you a ride from Watertown to Quincy. You talking to me? Yeah. And he'll be like looking at a fucking chicken You're dead, fucko. Fucker. Wrong movie. I mean, I hope he's in meet the fuckers mode. Maybe Ben Stiller pops by. He does taxi driver outfit, meet the fuckers cadence with uh, Irishman de-aging, perhaps. Yeah, like the Irishman face doing the like eye point thing. Fucker. I could watch another Meet the Parents. What do you think? I don't know how many more of these like commercials where they bring back a beloved character, like another Wayne's World Uber campaign. I can't handle much more of these. Not to mention that they've just announced this now. My guess is it's a teaser for a Super Bowl ad in February that they probably shot six years ago and they've been sitting on it. The movie. And they paid him $2 million just to be there. Because that's what, right. <laughs> Too much. Did you see the trailer for Old Dads with Bill Burr? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought it looked fun. It does. I. Uh, it's got a fun cast. It's him, Bobby Cannavale, and Bokeem Woodbine, all very firm friends of the show. I noticed one scene where Bobby Cannavale's talking about how handsome he was back in the day, and it made me laugh. Really, he's like, he was like, I, they thought I was Enrique Iglesias. Hmm. got me good yeah that was fun i'm a big bobby cannavale guy i feel like he definitely does get praise for how good he is but he elevates pretty much everything that he's in i like him he's great i feel like he's been out of uh i haven't seen him in a bit he did that netflix show with the mailbox and the cameras and oh yeah what was that fuck i don't even i watched one episode naomi watts and then just moved on with my life. It was some Ryan Murphy show. I can't remember the name. What? It was called like The Kudges. It was called Michaela. Would you do me a favor and uh, let me lead you down to the sports corner? I love when you go off book with that kind of shit. So yeah, rip it up, dude. He's you have to in. do the voice though. I mean. And call us men. We're men. Men? My dick's out. Ank is your. Okay, his dick's yep, out too. Tucked. Ducks, yeah, he's doing the it's Silence of, my pants, of the Lambs, right. uh, like fucking Mangina dance. Max, the one to watch for HBO, will offer a new sports package add-on for subscribers, which will include 65 regular season NBA games. There it is. All-Star Weekend, the NBA playoffs, Inside the NBA, March Madness, 60 regular season NHL games, Stanley Cup playoffs, MLB postseason, MLB regular season coverage, and more. Hell yeah. The add-on will be free for existing subscribers until the end of February 2024, at which time we will kill ourselves if we don't get to keep watching all those sports because we love sports. And I think the Pats are going to go all the way this year. What do you think? The Pats. I'm going to start it over because I have a few sports out of this too. (laughs) Gronk. Are you done? Yeah, that was it. Here we go. All right, men. Ex-NBA player Brandon Hunter is dead at 42. (laughs) Oh. And murderer and former football player O.J. Simpson picked Andrew Luck for his fantasy team, and then Andrew Luck retired. I'm just saying. I murdered my wife. I cut her head off, but boy, can I get some fantasy football in. I'm just saying. Look out! 
Orenthal. We love his picks. I wonder what his top 10 movies of the year are looking like. Probably um, Scream. I loved Scream 6. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think they keep getting better. I'm looking forward to the next Scream where a black football player kills his wife and her boyfriend. Oh, oh. You think they'll write that into the Scream franchise? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I had other not. stuff, but the song's over and sport and anything OJ is like, I'm going to derail because I, I just think that the fact, the fact that he's free is remarkable. Mm. It brings me joy. I don't care. Fuck it. Like he didn't get, he got away with it. We, everybody knows he did it. There's no chance that he's innocent. Zero. I'm, I'm not convinced. You're hanging in. <laughs> I'm an OJ. And, and he's out there and he's like, if I ever find the killer. <laughs> I'm an OJ truther. I'm actually trying to find the real killer. Can you imagine if, I, by some miracle, he really didn't do it, and the and he does find the killer? That, that would honestly be, a, be the funniest thing that could ever happen. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, like if it was proven, like beyond the shadow of a doubt, <laughs> that it was somebody else. I got him, and I got all the evidence to back it up. Everyone would be pretty wowed. We'd have to disavow the uh, fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. OJ series, whatever the hell that was called. Mm. It was enjoyable. I believe it was called The Juice is Loose, the Ryan Murphy original. Huh? What? What about me tonight? Uh, I know somebody out there is probably upset about this. HBO's Winning Time <laughs> has been canceled after two lean seasons. Yes, hello. This is the show that covered uh, the Lakers in the 80s. I'm on the record on this here program talking about that show and like, what is this, going to just go on and on? They're going to... This is going to be HBO's big drama, a show about the fucking Lakers in the 80s. Well, and guess what? I was right because they canceled it because nobody's watching it because who cares? Oh, yeah. I've said this and I will say it again. The first episode was directed and I don't know about written by, but directed by Adam McKay from The Big Short, for those mm. that don't know. And it's a fucking home run. It's mm. To me, it's one of the best pilots I've seen in a long time. The second episode true. drops off a fucking cliff. And it gets progressively more boring throughout the rest of the season mm. to the point where I'm shocked anybody finished it and I'm dumbfounded that it got renewed. Yeah. Because, yeah, it got renewed for season two and now they're just like, all right, we're done here. Yeah. Which is funny because I don't know a lot about sports, but everyone says they canceled it right before the Lakers' actual dynasty. Mm -hmm. Like season two ends with them losing to... I think the fucking C's or something sick like that. Fucking Larry Bird kid. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. But yeah, and then, so they didn't even like get to have the big finish. It's That's just, awesome. It seems silly. Well, the real Lakers, and Magic Johnson in particular, who obviously has a lot of AIDS-riddled juice in Hollywood. Are, I'm were, just saying. They were not happy about it. Because mm. it, it portrays Magic Johnson in particular as kind of a womanizing pig and sort of doesn't tell the story as truthfully as it could. Adam McKay, they I heard that they leaned on him to back away from the project. Like, he wasn't just going to direct the pilot. He was going to be involved. Well, he's I, probably busy making his weird movies that are well, right. But I heard that him and Will Ferrell had like a big falling out because of this show. Like this yeah. is Will Ferrell, uh, Will Ferrell's passion project. He wanted to play, I think, the character that John C. Riley ends up playing, and like make a movie about this whole Lakers thing. And evidently, he's uh, he's really miffed that mm. they saw him in Semi Pro and said, "We can't put this man near a basketball ever again." It's a fair point. Somebody out there right now is going, I actually kind of liked semi-pro. Eat shit. <laughs>
I think I shut it, so I can't fully comment. I hate semi-pro, but I do like Blades of Glory. That one where he is a figure skater with uh, the guy playing Napoleon Dynamite. I have a deep track memory. We, You and I saw that at like a 10 a.m. matinee at Patriot Cinemas. Remember the right. theater with the brumbly speakers? Mm-hmm. It had it was the one in the middle on the right. Yeah. It had the broken DTS. Mm-hmm. So it was every time there was a loud scene, you'd get like a... Mm-hmm. I've always been a bit of an audiophile the as well as a pedophile. <laughs> so when I'm listening to things, if there's something off, like for example, I watched Mad Max Fury Road last night and then into today, I finished it. Mm. I put it on on Hulu where they have it broadcast in fucking stereo. And how did my voice up? Did, I, did my voice sound all right to you, my, on my dialogue? Uh, in stereo, it's even worse, Tom. And to be perfectly honest, I think you need to see a speech and language pathologist. <laughs> what the fuck you mean? I just saw this Exactly. That's literally how he talks. Yeah, I love right. him, though. He's yeah, handsome, really and he's great. Yeah, and I love yeah. Venom, and I can't wait for Venom 3. Yes. But watching a movie yeah. like Mad Max that won six technical Oscars, I feel like, did it win? Did Charlize win for that? Mm-mm. No? Yeah, it's all technical shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like an action movie. They, right. They, it's, it was impressive that it even got nominated. Six wins. So to me, it's like watching that in stereo is criminal. It sounded like dog shit. So I switched it over to Dolby Atmos. Oh my God, it sounded great. Every time I watch that movie, I'm like, this is probably the greatest movie ever made. It's, as you said, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. There's got nothing ev- I would change. Got everything you could possibly want out mm-hmm. of a picture. Are we going to talk about Hassan Minaj admitting to fabricating a bunch of pretty gritty stories in his stand-up comedy sets? Isn't that what everybody does, though? That is true. That's what people have been saying. But normally when a comedian lies for a story, it's like in service of a joke. These are He was telling a story about like, he's like, my son opened an envelope and it had a bunch of uh, anthrax in it. <laughs> And I guess that didn't happen in some other things. And it's just like, hmm. Like, <laughs> Him and Steve ran as easy in the third tower during 9-11. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I feel like there's a difference between like embellishing for a funny story and like flat out lying about your kid, like inhaling anthrax. I think, I don't know. I think it's kind of a I weird I think we bit. should actually send Hassan some anthrax. How's <laughs> you, that sound? You think that's the solution? Make here? his dreams come true. But Let yeah, his lungs collapse. I guess he is in talks to be the new Daily Show host. And <sighs> then I guess he admitted this or it came out somehow. And I don't know. People people have some thoughts on this. I think it's a weird one. The Daily Show is another one that jumped off a cliff. The second John Stewart stepped away to make fucking Rosebud or whatever that was. Rosewater. <laughs> I mean, I never really watched it, but people seem to like it. I, Ten years ago when it was John Stewart, it was fucking great. And I was big into, especially during the 2012 election, like he was crushing it. And then just, I really don't like Trevor Noah. What if they did The Daily Show with French Stewart? (laughs) Do you think that would be a strong replacement for Jon Stewart? (laughs) All right, welcome. (laughs) Do people even know who French Stewart is? This is a bit for nobody. He's uh, in 30 Rock. Or something. Third Rock from Third the Rock. Sun. Yeah. He was the squinty eyed guy in Third Rock from the Sun. And he was one of the bad guys in Home Alone 3. I got to be honest with you. At this point, I feel like we could get him as a guest. Yeah. We had Chad Culture a few weeks ago. <laughs> like, I don't see how that would we, be out of reach. We could get French Stewart. No problem. I don't really want him, but we could probably get him. <laughs> yeah. 
He does the in-show. Like, I'll fly out for that, sure. Oh, this is the chill zone, huh? Will you be, will you be keeping me, uh, putting me up, I should say? Maybe you'll bring John Lithgow with him? Now, I really just, I'm here on enough. I've got a lot of on-Broadway stuff to discuss. Ooh. I really don't appreciate this blue humor. Wow, Lithgow, how you doing? I can't wait for Harry and the Hendersons, too. Do you remember me and Dexter? I do. You were, uh... The best part of the last good season of that program. Appreciate your work. What was he? The Trinity Killer? Yes. Was that a good season? I don't even remember. That was the one where like, he killed his wife. It was like a dope twist ending. Yeah. I'm not even going to apologize for spoilers. The show's like 9,000 years old, and it falls off a cliff right after that season. Monty's at home punching the air. I was going to finish that. Hmm. Did you see the Star Wars... Uh, Donald Glover's been working on a Lando TV series. Uh, Lando! Uh, <laughs> Donald, what are you doing? Here we are, Star Wars universe together. Reprising his role from the Han Solo movie. Oh, God. And uh, so it was going to be a series on Disney+, Plus, and they've retooled it. It's going to be a feature film. A which, word? Yeah, to which I say, a word. And Donald Glover's writing this with his brother, Stephen Glover. Who they wrote most of Atlanta together. Do you have a good feeling about this Lando solo movie? Um, depends whether or not I'm in character as a Star Wars guy or not. But. So I'm going to say but. not a good feeling because okay. right now I'm not a Star Wars guy. Hmm. I'm not either. I'm trying to get into Ahsoka. Rian said Ahsoka's pretty good. I saw like a scene where they have a. Sweeney. Hayden Christensen as like a CGI sidecar and some sort of a dreamscape. I was like, I don't, is this cool? I don't know what anything is. Sweeney, why don't you get, get into the car with Hayden Christensen, bring some punch straws, and we can come on down to my parents' cape house and watch Ahsoka. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. I'd love nothing more. In stereo. Someone on Twitter had such a silly bit that just made me cackle. Like, they had all these character posters for Ahsoka, and they had so many, like, they just made one for Daniel Plainview and Eli from There Will Be Blood. <laughs> just them, like, with the Ahsoka logo in front of it. It was really like having a. <laughs> the internet is the, both the greatest and the worst place on earth. That's what it takes to get me to laugh these days. I didn't see something so dumb. I'm like. <laughs> Like, why did someone take two minutes to Photoshop that? I love it. For me, it's mostly just like mean and hateful things that get me going. Mm. So it's a little bit of everything. Like, <laughs> if I watch a guy get beaten up at a football game, I'm I'm losing it. Mm. We're ideal content enjoyers. You oh, need yeah. it to be the nastiest thing you've ever seen. I need it to be so niche, it barely exists. The video of those people getting shot in their driveway because they yelled at a guy about the snow removal... For folks that don't remember, there was it. I have it somewhere. There's like the guy goes into his, they're yelling at him. It's this couple. They're arguing in the driveways. He's caught on a ring camera. Then the guy goes inside. He comes back out with a pistol and an assault rifle. He shoots the guy in the face. Oh, and the wife is freaking out. And then he shoots her. And then he says, You should have kept your fucking mouth shut. And then he like walks right over to the guy oh, and yeah. shoots him again at point I've blank. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. The best. Speaking of stuff in that vein, I know you enjoyed this. The video of the guy on the golf course who gets oh, yeah. all fired up, tears his shirt off, and says to these people, uh, like, I've been to hell. You want to fuck with me? Like, he says, I've been to heaven, yeah. which is even funnier because it's like, yeah, sir, like, you have you been dead? I love 
when people get that mad, they just say like the dumbest things you've ever heard. Where like when you say back their sentences, you're just like, whoa, you were like so mad you don't even know what's going on anymore. I haven't seen a guy that mad in a while. I'd like to. I'd like to make my day be a little better. This guy, and I love all the people <laughs> videotaping it. Like one of the when he takes his shirt off and yells a bunch of stuff, one of the women are like, "Oh, he's clearly mentally ill. Let's move on." And they drive away. And Rian was asking me how I would have handled that situation. I said exactly like the people: make a video, laugh at his face, disengage, leave. Also, it kind of cuts off, but at the end of it, I saw a version where one of the guys, I think the guy videotaping, is going, "Yeah, you should probably do some sit-ups, buddy," because <laughs> of his little tummy. Yeah, because. When you tear your shirt off and you're like, like he's not in shape at all. It's just like, okay, like. He has like old guy shoulders, but like there's nothing there that is evidence of a workout. We'll put it that way. Yeah, like people were probably like, they were startled like, oh shit, this guy's crazy and tearing his shirt off yelling at us. But it's the kind of thing someone should have given him like a <laughs> like reaction to I it. I can't do that sound. It, like, it makes me choke. And, um, oh, I have a fun one. Hit me. I'm not gonna get my music though. Ah, oh, fuck. Some someone. I'm, I'm gonna blame someone for this. But uh, did you see that Jason Aldean uh, mm -hmm. had a at a concert was getting protested because of try that in a small town, <laughs> and just him being a, a bigot in general. Was he in a small town in this instance? Uh Chicago's a pretty big town, <laughs> so I guess he tried it there and it didn't work. Fuck. And uh, apparently there was a group of people that identified as communists and they lit an American flag on fire, Whoa. which that's just like Hank bait. If I've ever seen it, that is, we haven't heard from him in a while. I feel yeah, like this is something that would outrage him. I mean, try that in a big town. Oh shit. Hank's coming down now. Hey buddy. Jason Aldean, his music's all right, but I must admit I'm a Garth Brooks man myself. Hmm. And I like try that in a small town, mm. but to be honest, I thought it was not on the nose enough. Mm. When he filmed at the lynching site, I think he should have leaned in. Mm. People said, Jason, you can't film at a, at a lynching site. That's not allowed. He said, oh, I didn't know that this was a lynching site. I would have said I have a fucking tent pitch there every year to celebrate. Good excuse. I think he should be a proud white American. No doubt. I don't know where the hell I'm going with this, but I'm full you of hate. You said you're a Garth Brooks guy. How do you feel about his alter ego, Chris Gaines? Is he cool? Chris, a good gain? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Garth has a big round face. Doesn't, does he still do that alter ego? I always thought that was funny that he has like, uh, he's like a different guy he turns into who has slicked back hair and slightly different cuts. It's like Stephen King when he re releases a book as Richard Bachman. It's like, here's me as this, even though everyone knows it's me and it's exactly the same thing. I feel like I heard a statistic somewhere that the Chris Gaines albums have sold more than Garth Brooks or something of that nature. That's great. Which to me is very funny. <laughs> There's that guy, that Wheeler Walker Jr. who started doing like basically a Hank character and making music and then people kind of liked it. So he just sort of kept going and now he's just in character as that guy forever. Yeah. That's kind of what happened to Larry the Cable Guy. He's like doing yeah, a shtick. That's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. His name's like Ted Mosby. Like he's, <laughs> he like doesn't even have an accent at all. Wait for it. Legend, bad bit. <laughs> Lawrence the Cable Guy, his new his new moniker. You're a big How I Met Your Mother guy. Mm. How I Met Your Father as well. I look. 
Listen, <laughs> I did watch every episode of How I Met Your Mother. I'm not so fucked up to, that I'm going to watch How I Met Your Father, the Hulu spinoff no. that has no ties to the original. They tried to trick people into watching it because it has the same title as a show people liked. But it's not going to work. Not anymore. They fooled me. Baby. Speaking of bad shows, did you notice that they're, they're they, you know, remember they did the Friends pop up in Boston probably two years ago? Ding, dee, 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 Honestly, ding, I think that was market ding, ding. research for what they're now doing, which is a permanent fixture, a Friends coffee shop on Newbury Street. For those that don't know, is a famous shopping area in the back bay of Boston. Is it Central Perk? I used to live, and yes, it's a place called Central Perk. But it doesn't work because we're not in New York. We sure aren't. We're in a much, much worse, equally expensive nightmare filled with ugly people. <laughs> a word? They're saying Boston's like the new New York. Eh? Um, Nobody's saying this. In price only. Boston, when you want to spend just as much for much, much less. Things, Come on down. Things can get quite pricey. Oh, it's ridiculous. You hate to see it. But you know what? Kid, I wouldn't fucking never go anywhere else. Fucking Boston, you're my home. Ba, you were ba, ba, shipping up ba, and down, ba, 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 shipping ba, ba, ba. up and down Route 93 today. Yeah, I like to. I get shipped all over. They were you losing me. the tail? Is that why you drove down that way? <laughs> I was. That's why I drove all over creation all goddamn day. I was trying to lose the tail. For folks at home, I Scotty and I share locations, and I like to mm. when I'm waiting on him. I like to watch where he's headed. Mm. And it's it's sometimes very, very funny because I go like, oh, he's on his way. Oh, no, he's going back down. And I'm like, he's in Weymouth. Ah. It's like watching this little blip go across the board. Like, oh, God. And then I imagine you writhing in agony behind the wheel. And that oh. makes me laugh. Guess what? Your imagination was right on the money today. <laughs> you were in the big truck today, too, huh? Um, I actually was in the van, but. Are you a van guy? It still was not fun. You hate the van. I hate traffic. I hate everything about it. I even hate talking about it. Mm. I hate traffic so much to even talk about it makes me feel like ill. Like when you are at work and you arrive after a big day and everyone's like, how was it out there? Yeah. And you have to like give like, the broad strokes. Yeah, it's like, I can't even. I, I, I can't even give the, it's like, it's bad. It's always bad. It's the worst. Mm. And it's worse than ever because we were discussing this. It's we do the podcast on Friday afternoons, which is not a great time for traffic going north and south south of the city. This is true, but I mean the alternatives are zero because I have a nightmarish Saturday. I have seven clients in a row tomorrow, and I'll be there from eight to four thirty, basically. So that's gone. And then Sunday is the only day where Lucy and I both have off, and then the rest of the week I'm fucking slammed. So it's like there's I have these like tiny little windows of time, and the time lines up right at fucking the 11th hour we should just build mm. a remote studio mm. leave it in the middle of us and we'll meet there okay. that sounds how's that sound sounds great we'll stick it in dorchester in uh i don't know we'll place it like under in the macarthur project <laughs> seven thousand dollars worth of equipment in an unlocked shed yeah. i'm sure it'll stay there no one will fuck with it yes. brand new macbook pro a couple sure microphones <gasps> no one will interfere with it we'll be good yeah. I mean, I'm in. Mm. I don't know if you saw, I think we were talking about this, that fun meme that was going around the other day where there's a union solidarity coalition. Evidently, the strike is still going on, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. I've heard rumblings it was supposed to end today. It isn't. Friday, September 20, whatever the hell we're at. Second. And, but 
as of this moment, the strikes are still ongoing, and they have this thing where celebrities are auctioning off like certain. Like we got some examples here. Speaking of John Lithgow, he was here in the chill zone like 10 minutes ago i'm still here you could bid on a watercolor portrait of your dog that was drawn by john lithgow let me know i'll i can draw all dogs as of six days ago the there was 34 bids it was up to five grand i thought you're gonna say dollars (laughs) in which case i was gonna swoop in and throw down 15 five grand Yes, and like Bob Odenkirk and David Cross will join you for dinner. That's one that was getting a lot of traction. That would be fun. The cast of Bob's Burgers will write and sing a song just for you. And uh, what are other real ones? Lena Dunham will write something with you. I can't I heard see the, the headline. Oh, that, I thought that was a bit. There's one no. where Lena Dunham will paint a mural in your home. That one was real. That's see, real? That's fun because there were a bunch of real ones and then people took that and made like a zillion. Yeah, yeah. It was like a great fill in the blank meme template where it's like Mad Mads Mickelson will ash cigarette anywhere on your body. <laughs> and like they had the bidding of like fucking 30 grand. Can you imagine Lena Dunham over in the corner painting the bookshelves while we're in the middle of the pod? Eating a hoagie or whatever. Hi. We don't call them hoagies here. I don't know where that came from. We do. It's we a do submarine know. sandwich. But yeah, I was I was loving this. I wish I had more examples of the fun ones. But and I, I want to make some. But then I saw so many, and then like memes die after like an oh, afternoon it's... now. So I'm like, I think I'm too late. I already forgot yesterday. The life cycle of even the best memes is so short. Unless it becomes some some ten billion hit kind of thing, TikTok, mm. TikTok and Instagram beat the shit out of things very fast. Uh-huh. Especially TikTok. Typically, once someone has sent me a reel from Instagram, I've already seen it on TikTok and gotten bored with it because of how addicted and glued to it I am. It's it a, it's a shame. It's fucked up. What else? Um, more Danny Masterson news. BG Phillips <laughs> is divorcing him after he was... Fi- uh, they sentenced him to 30 years and she filed for divorce immediately after the we- a week prior saying she was going to stand by him, which is awesome. I like him being like, you're not going to wait for me, baby? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be back. Also, he's a grown man. Can we just call him Dan? Like Danny's like folksy, not for guys who rape women. Like you get to be Dan now. That's a great point, and I agree. Let's start calling him Daniel. Yeah, I mean, no offense to Danny Trejo, Danny DeVito, and Danny McBride, the good Dannys that haven't raped women. Cheers to all them. They're all sick. Salud. Mm. But you know, and our own Danny boy from marijuana fame. Yes, he's Danny. gonna hate that. He is. He's punching the air too. Him and Monty. Yes. At least, you know what, Dan? At least you have all your body parts. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. What? If, I mean, the fans love when we call out their, I forgot what I was doing, but mm. yeah. <laughs> when we mention specific fans on air, people get a kick out of it. Yes. They do. Um, I wrote down Obama with the big boobs photo as uh, a note. Uh, uh, have you seen this Photoshop? My, you sent it to me. Uh, my boobs? You sent me that photo, and it's a photo. It's like an Obama head superimposed on a woman in a bikini with big, giant boobs. And I laughed about it so much that Lucy asked what I was laughing at, and I showed her. 
And she said, that's disgusting. And then mm. we didn't say anything for a bit. Certain things I see, and I'm just like, that's an ank. I oh, saw a yeah. picture of Obama with big fat uh, jugs, and I was like, that's an ank. Uh, I got these big jugs, and uh, uh, each one of them is a uh, remote for a drone in the Middle East. Uh, that's right. Uh, Michelle, where did these come from? Uh, these, Michelle, big, uh, these big fat tits I got. It's My left tit is 17 packs of cigarettes, and my right tit is the script for the Hulu original Barry that no one enjoyed. Hey, Barack. My man. Hey, hey do you mind if I give you a, a titty fuck, <laughs> my guy? His dick is made of <laughs> denim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm titty fucking Barack Obama with my denim dick. <laughs> Wait, I think I'm inspired to write a song all of a sudden. Is it called Born in the USA? Yeah, it's Born in the USA 2, colon, <laughs> I'm titty-fucking Barack Obama with my denim dick. Born, so, Born in the USA, semicolon, I'm fucking Obama with my denim dick. Titty-fucking Barack Obama with my denim dick, yeah. Even better. Yeah. I mean, I just sometimes <clears throat> I get inspired with a, a, a beat. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, Bruce, our podcast is uh, maybe the most boring podcast in history. What, what the heck do you mean? Uh, we are just not interesting guys, Bruce. Goddamn. We are old and washed up. Well, hold on. Let me, like, come out and do a little ditty t before this song. I'll do a little dance move. Barack Obama, very sad. <laughs> Loser. Is that Donald Trump that I hear? I would love to hear instead of bruce on obama's pod i would like to hear uh donald trump Ooh. trump and obama doing a pod would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun if they just like you know what let's fucking call it a day let's pod together this is that should be a sag award thing i can bid on as an auction or whatever where you can have any two celebrities you want come in and take over and do our podcast like we give them the mm. format and i have Donald Trump doing my bits and Obama being you. <laughs> I go, oh, hey, team. Uh, like, look, we're in the sports corner. My dick is out. Barack will not take his out for his some His dick reason. is very small, sad. It barely even exists. Probably the most pathetic dick I've ever seen, quite frankly. Nasty woman. I mean, I like this. This sounds right? good. I think the fans are going to like this. It would only cost several million dollars. Yes, it's fine. We'll find it. I we'll would love to be a billionaire out. just to facilitate shit like this. Because there is, if you're rich enough, there's a price on earth to get Obama and Donald Trump in the chill zone. Like if you threw a hundred million dollars at both of them, they'd do it. It's like, uh, so we just saw Strays, <laughs> the, the talking dog movie. <laughs> I, I kind of dug it. I figured I if know. I lobbed this up enough, you'd slam it. You'd slam it home. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I laughed. I'm just happy that uh, Jamie Foxx is still alive. Kevin Hart voices a poodle. I'm like, this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> I was a... under the impression Jamie Foxx was in that movie. I guess he's not. <laughs> I was mistaken. <laughs> Michelle, Wait, I think update actually, my IMDb. I think you're right. I think it is Jamie Foxx, not Kevin well, Hart. you know, Michelle, update my IMDb anyway. You have very masculine broad shoulders. <laughs> My Obama is, it pales in comparison next to yours. That's why I usually go for Bruce. But you mixing it up, you're doing the sports corner, you're doing Bruce. What next? Are you going like to sneak in a beat in bed and hope no one hears it? <laughs> I mean, maybe. Cry yourself to sleep? My dick is still out from the corner. Mm. 
Did you see, speaking of crying yourself to sleep, Hugh Jackman and his wife are getting divorced and she's floating rumors to Hollywood that he is, in fact, a known homosexual. First of all, I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it. Second of all, Hugh Jackman? Gay? Well, what happened is he was shaving and she came into the room and he accidentally cut himself and he got so mad that he started bashing the sink with a hammer screaming where are the others the razor blades and he broke the sink off the wall and she said you know what you're way too intense i can't do this anymore you're singing all the time i'm out of here she was like i can't believe you're doing this bit based on one of your lesser seen movies that's quite good but more people go for like a wolverine bit or some sort of greatest showman that's a big cod flick cod loves loves the greatest showman yeah unironically i love I love Diane Keaton. That's I fucking love Creed. He also loves Creed. Mm. Yes, I will have one dozen jelly donuts and your best straw. <laughs> oh, you're going to suck the jelly out of the donuts in like classic fat guy fashion. Speaking of fat guys, did you see that Russell Brand probably raped a bunch of women? Oh, oi, bruv. Do you think I, he did it? I do not no, if allegedly, I actually don't think he. You think he's did innocent? Just because I actually have no idea, and I'm gonna say I have no idea too. Yes, allegedly. I I was gonna go on Russell Brand's team for a second, and then I stopped myself when I remembered how annoying and how bad he is in most movies, except for forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, defending him is basically just like defending a rapist for the sake of it. Because there's really not much happening there. His 10-minute role in forgetting Sarah Marshall and I guess get him to the Greek, and that's it. Me defending Russell Brand aged so poorly in the span of four seconds. I watched (laughs) the the life just drain right out of you. as You were like, you know what? I might take a stand. Nope. I was like, what am I thinking? Let's lock him up. Of course he did it, allegedly. We throw him in Danny Masterson's cell. They just go back and forth about (laughs) politics until they're dead. (laughs) Who's more annoying, me or you? I think it me. I'd rather have lunch with Danny Masterson. Just saying. I'd rather eat shit and die. I have a reveal, though. I listened to, I read and listened to Russell Brand's books. At one point in my lifetime. I read his first book, and I didn't hate it either, and I don't even want to say the name of it. I'm my going to... My bookie wook. It's my bookie wook. <laughs> I just got so embarrassed. <laughs> Sam, bleep all this. Yeah, this Sam, is too just make up. one big boop. <laughs> the minute you hear us say Russell Brand, just start beeping it out. Bleep it all out, and then start right at this moment. We believe all women. We do. I actually do think he did it. Because to me, it's... There's almost never a time where a woman comes forward and they're lying. Let's be real. And it's more than one woman. What do they arrange an attack on him for what? Because he's having a good time with his podcast. He's not relevant anymore. He does very well and he does big numbers with the pod somehow. It does seem odd. It's like, oh, we're coming to cancel Russell Brand. It's like, from what? What is he doing? He's not doing anything but a podcast. Like, where is he? Why don't they just cancel us? Yeah. Like, I mean, when Russell Brand's getting canceled, we are probably next. Mm. They're going to find this audio of me defending him. They're going to fucking send it right to whoever is going to get the most mad. Mm. They're going to cancel me. I... Never. 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 I mean, what else is even going on on Earth? I wish there was like a hot turkey we could go see. Expendables 4, man. We'll blast this song the whole way. Hey, I mean... In your new Kia. I'm pushing that Kia. 
I'm gonna get a Kia, it's gonna be sick. Scotty Kia guy. I'm gonna repost that Photoshop of the cast of the Expendables with the Uncrustables logo. That's I, very funny. Because I think it's fun. <laughs> and now that Expendables 4 is in theaters, the fans need to see it. Folks, it's fall now. We're entering fall movie season. I'm gonna start watching horror movies and thinking about turkeys even more than I normally do. Ooh, I also have one last thing. Did you see that Chris Evans is uh, in a big GQ spread this month? How's he doing? I mean, he look seemed, handsome. Yeah, he looks great. Seems Sudbury cool zone. as hell. He's Captain America. He's uh, talking about how <coughs> he doesn't want to do as much acting anymore, and he can probably afford not to. Oh, I saw that. He's like, I'm going to like, smoke a joint and uh, yeah, he said, live in Maine. Chris Evans says, I'd like to just smoke a joint, put on some music, and like get into pottery. He basically wants Seth Rogen's life. Exactly, it seems. It's like, just hang out with Seth Rogen. Like, hey, Chris, you, you can do this. Yeah, I mean, you have that Avengers money and that Captain America yeah. money. It's like, do that. Oh, go, no. Go. We're never going to get more episodes of Defending Jacob, Chris, Apple Original. Go to a dispensary. They'll just, they'll recognize you and they'll just give you everything for free because you're a famous, cool guy and you played Captain America and that's how things work. Mm. And then you can go home, smoke all the weed and listen to whatever music you want. Have the time of your life. Sudbury's a great town. He should just move to Sudbury. Yeah. He got married recently too, didn't he? I think so. Remember his big penis from that leak? He did have a good deal. Nice dick. That's like at least eight. Yeah. Seven at a minimum. If your dick pics are going to get leaked, you want it to be in that realm. Nice thick boy. Mm. Mm. I'd like to put my mouth around it. <laughs> I mean, there's just no doubt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to take a little break so I can think about that, what I've just said? I do. I'm going to go jerk off in your bathroom. Where are you going to jerk off? Perfect. I'm going to stay right here in the studio, leave the mics running, let the fans get a taste. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, team. We're back. And we're emo now. I never really... I guess they do kind of get belong there, especially with anything they did as side projects. Blink, this is Blink-182's new song, folks. No, I actually love this. I just thought opening sounded kind of emo-ish. People put them in that category, and they show up on emo playlists all the time. So somebody thinks it's emo. Yeah. I mean, Blink is back. This is a cut. They released... Did you watch the video for this? I think you sent it. I just listened to it. Uh, the video is cool. They, uh, they're in a room and they flash. Or no, it's the other song, the slow, like, yeah, yeah. emotional one. They flash, like, the setting of all their other videos, like, behind them when they're playing. Or you were in tears? It was a real piece of work. I was close. I'll cry at almost anything. The fans know this. The song's about, like, how one of them has cancer and one of them, the other one almost died in a plane crash. I'm like, this is sad. They haven't made music together in a while. Maybe I'll start crying again right now. Who knows? I love the, like, <laughs> com combined uh, Tom DeLong, Mark Hoppus choruses. Like, it just, yeah. they're the best. Yeah. Remember when we saw Blink? Yeah, like 9,000 years ago. Literal oh. 2001, I, I think. I think that was my first concert. Was it really? I think it was. No. I We'd been to shows. Yeah, but, like, first, like, buy a Big ticket show. to, like, a real concert of no. real bands. Chili Peppers, Foo Fighters. Oh, yeah. That we did that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, that was sick too. 
I like to go to concerts and um, get in the pit. <laughs> yeah, you love tearing it up oh, in the yeah. pit. Skanking and... You get in the pit and try to love someone, as Kid Rock once hmm. said. <laughs> Powerfully. Speaking of Kid Rock, I'm realizing like my playlist is all fucked up here. And like the, the outro music's at the bottom and... Speaking of Kid Rock, this week we watched the a new documentary about Kid Rock that wouldn't be sick if that was real. Um, he's rot for a Hulu original miniseries about anything from his love affair with Pamela Anderson Ooh. to being a bigoted piece of shit, whatever you need. Yeah. That'd be a great montage or a trailer. Yeah, like him with babes, him shooting a bunch of Bud Lights with a machine gun. <laughs> He's him, not even bigoted in a fun way. Him like hanging out with Joe C. His Joe little, C's dead. His little mini me. I know. Rest in peace. Love that. So is Vern Troyer. It's a goddamn. Couple of freaks in, in the grave. <laughs> How dare you? Let's go dig up Vern Troyer's bones. <laughs> I would never. Vern's a king. Put a little suit on him, stack him up in the corner. There's mini me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I get like furious about the mini me slander. I mean, do we want to talk about what we watched this week? Good for you. Uh, sure. Hi, Sean. I watched, uh, we did it already, but I watched Talk To Me. I thought it was, it was pretty good. Talk to me about your thoughts on this film. I was uh, right in the middle of you and Rion, who I feel like was paid by a rival production company to campaign against this film actively. Yeah, both really on Letterboxd like and InstaMessager, or iMessage, rather. mm he hated it, yeah. I didn't hate it. I thought it was fun. I thought there were, the acting was not ideal. I think it was a little overly Australian for my taste. It was very Australian, <clears throat> although I forgot that it was Australian. You asked me, like, where does this take place? I'm like, I don't know, Chicago? <laughs> That's in the Enough Vault. Yeah, that was, uh, I was having a laugh at that. Yeah, you were way off. But yeah, this movie, I liked. I thought yeah. it was like a low-budget horror with a clever conceit or like main mm. whatever you call it yeah yeah. the bit is like they have a embalmed hand that when you hold it and say a certain thing you like go to this weird afterlife all this shit happens it's like an analogy for drinking or doing drugs at a party like ah a, a kid at like good point yeah. not to give it all away but like the nerdy kid who's right. like who's like i don't want to do it this is fucking scary like does it and a bunch of fucked up shit happens i gotta I, be honest with you i wouldn't want to do it either and i was the yeah. kid who did whatever i just think to me as an adult man i look at this and i think there's no draw to this at all there's one guy out of all of them that do it that has a positive reaction he's like that was awesome everybody else is like a nightmare scenario it's realistic though because like he doesn't want to do it he's like this is like fucking terrifying but there's like a cute girl who he wants to appear cool in front of so he's like right. yeah i'll fucking go to the afterlife and talk to these fucking spirits the moral of the story is is that peer pressure is no good mm. i thought this was cool though i, I don't know i I think it I really did so well, it. there'll definitely be a dumb sequel, and that bums me out, but... They actually already greenlit one, and it's going to be called Talk To Me. You're joking two. or no? Not at all. They don't even try anymore. Just mm. sleepwalking through our subconscious <clears throat> and pulling out duds. Yeah. So that's Talk To Me. We did this already, though. It was a titled episode. Go back and hear Scotty's full review. My review is just, oh, it's okay. Um, other than that, I didn't watch much. Busy week. I rewatched a few things, but let's mm. talk about your hot new movie feature review item, uh, this, Secret of the Ooze. I wish it was Secret of the Ooze. This is the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, Mutant Mayhem, now in theaters and 
Also on iTunes and free on Paramount Plus, which is where I enjoyed it. This movie was very fun. It's got a weird animation style, like Into the Spider-Verse, where it looks very like handmade and fun and wacky. Seth Rogen co-wrote this movie and produced it. Here we go. They're, they're turtles. They're fucking teenage mutant. Sorry. You love Seth. If Seth quit weed, would you be out? No, I'd still be You'd in. still be in? I don't care what he does. I what if he turned into a stiff? He already kind of did. He's like yeah. hawking his... Uh, he like makes candles and... <laughs> Weird, uh... Overpriced hoodies and stools and ashtrays. Yeah. But, I mean, I still enjoy his work. Like, this movie was fun. How's the animation? It's great. Mm. Like, it looks very creative and different. And they kind of nailed, like, the turtles. Like, they found a good angle for it. They really lean into them being teenagers. Like, Mm. the whole bit... It's kind of, it's like very topical. They sneak in some stuff. I can't think of any examples, but yeah, they're like kids. They're like talking over each other, skateboarding around. They're eating a lot of pizza, classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff. So basically they're us on Friday nights? Yeah. Aside from the skateboarding part, because we're not coordinated. Exactly. I fall down, I broke my other arm. Fuck. Um, I think it looks fun, yeah. Now that it's free, I'll take it in. And yeah, like they're teenagers, so they're bad at fighting. It was a cool like reboot origin story kind of deal. Trent Reznor did the score for this movie. It fucking honks. He jumps in on a lot of scores now. Atticus Ross-wise as well. Yes, he's yeah. also. Thank you for giving Atticus Ross a shout out. He's probably. He gets left out a lot. Yes. I love Nine Inch Nails, unironically. They got cuts? And, yeah, if uh, you like any of the old. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you'll probably enjoy this one. Jackie Chan's a scene stealer, a splinter. Uh, and they like, the whole bit, like all the mutants from the old one, they like throw them all in. It's like a big super. Are any of the original voices back? No. Corey Feldman, like, please, dude, I need this. That probably happened, but they did not oblige him. He was furious that they didn't use him for one of the reboots. I think the third one, because he's in the first two, I want to say. And then they remember they did the Back to Japan or Secret of the whatever, and they yeah. go to Japan, literally, and they use different voices. And the movie, I think, bombed. I remember seeing it in Hanover with my dad and loving it. Well, that is a bad one. Yeah. If you want to talk about that original trilogy, that's it's not strong. I but remember f- that back in the day being like, that and Batman and Robin being the first movies where I was like, are these bad? I like every movie, kind of, because I'm like nine, but I think these are bad. I think I was still in. I was mm. pretty positive up until the incident. Ooh. Mm. The incident. The folks know. They do. Mark Wahlberg was involved. Older boy, Mark Wahlberg. It was a whole to-do. It was a tag team type situation. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Yeah, hey. what if I was in the Ninja Turtles? Hey. I only beat up Asians. <laughs> hey, how are you? Hey, this guy didn't even commit a crime. Let's cut his fucking head off. <laughs> this guy's fucking green. Did you see that I got Hank Hill tattooed on my leg? I didn't. Wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> Most people would say that and it would be a joke, but for you it's not, and that's dope. <laughs> Did you see I got Hank Hill tattooed on my leg? Is that funny? Oh. oh. Yeah, it looks great. I kind of want to have like, oh, written <laughs> underneath it. Bobby? I might have to look up an actual Hank Hill or King of the Hill script and figure out how Mike Judge types out, oh. Yeah, that's... 
yes, do this. Mm. <laughs> this is good. Um, what else did you watch? You watched that new animated movie, I want to say, DreamWorks? Yes, the new Pixar movie, Pixar, Elemental. Sorry. The movie, it's basically inside out, but with the elements. Pixar's kind of running on fumes. Speaking Earth, of elements. Fumes. Wind. Fire. Fumes are basically a character in this. Like steam is in this movie. This is a movie where there's a water, no, it's a fire babe and a water guy. Okay. And they fall in love and it's like, hey, you're fire, I'm water. We're like opposites. Do opposites attract? This is crazy. What happens when they hug? Is the fire is extinguished or? I mean, yes, kind of. It's like weird. They, That's dumb. They like dive into it a lot. I thought the sex scene where they fuck and steam is just like sizzling all over the place was kind of wild. Sweeney, I'm sizzling. I'm sizzling. <laughs> but yeah, bits aside, this movie seemed like dumb and I was like, this is like the dumbest premise ever, but I'm going to watch this anyways because it's on Disney Plus for free now. God, I got to cancel that. <laughs> it's, you know, it's cheesy. If you have kids... Throw it on. It's fun. What if you are a registered sex offender? Throw it on. You'll probably mm. have fun. I got a notification while I was at work today that a new sex offender popped up in the neighborhood and my client and I were checking him out and the guy got arrested for like lewd conduct or something. I'm pretty sure he was probably peeing in public. I love that you're like, we were checking him out. It's like, pull up the stats on this guy. <laughs> Let me. My client's in the middle of doing like a walking lunge. Hey, check this out. This is a mother of three kids. She's probably not thrilled, but I have a, f a weird fascination with all things sick and twisted. There's just no doubt. I tried to send you that bro uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99 arm snap earlier, mm. and it came out all little, which was deflating, to say the least. You hate to see it. Yeah. But yeah, Elemental, do I recommend this picture? I mean, like most Pixar movies... Great animation, lovely to look at. And there's a bunch of, you know, the elements, they got fire, water, and all this shit swirling around. Like, it looks nice. Mm. It's a little obvious and for children, but... A couple of grown men near, <laughs> nearing 40 ah. in a colorfully lit basement reviewing mm -mm. children's mm -mm. movies. Mm -mm. Gotta mm -mm. love us. Mm -mm. Couple of heroes. Welcome to the zone. You know, the thing I didn't like about it... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The thing I didn't like about this movie that was made for six-year-olds is the fact that it was a little redundant. Who'd you and watch this with, like Dan and the comic book guy from The Simpsons? Yes, actually. Mm. Although comic book guy was not there. Dan enjoyed it, though. He thought it was fun. He loves it. Oh, wait, no. Dan wasn't there. I watched Elemental solo. Dan watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with me, and he thought it was uh, very strong. His reviews can't be trusted. He's too positive. You need to, Dan, you need, you're hearing this. You need to hate more things. Wow. <clears throat> Make that your goal for 2024. You're set that resolution to hate everything. Let's go. Let's start hating. I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else I watched. Am I watching any shows at this moment? I rewatched Fast Times. Is that still holding up? It's, to be honest, I think it's one of the most perfect movies ever made. Yeah, how about that scene where Phoebe Cates like gets out of the pool Still and like, hot. her fucking boobs are out? One stuff. of the best nude scenes in history. It's pretty good. Yeah. Judge Reinhold beating in the bathroom. <clears throat> My name is Judge. That's why we should have gone with the original title, Mr. <sighs> Reinhold's Courtroom. 
Us just flailing through the second half, <laughs> like our minimal view viewing. What if um, the cast of uh, Fast Times was on Family Guy? <laughs> Hate to moan. How's that iced tea? <laughs> oh, Damone, you didn't last very long sexually. Hey, yeah, Zia. <laughs> I can't really do this voice. There's one Damone quote that I actually made a clip of. Mm. I'm going to play it real quick because what the fuck else are we doing? Where is it? I got to write it. It me. This fucking killed me. Your tackle. Cool guy stuff. This is the best part. <laughs> you gotta ace that jacket. It's the jacket. He's so fucking funny, that character. And Fast Times is a movie that they easily could have made a bunch of stupid Porky-style sequels, and they never did. They just left it. It's perfect. It's mm. the only one of the only two or three movies that Sean Penn is palatable in. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm going to say he's good in that, the game, and um, that's it. Mm. People what might say Mystic River, but I find that performance rather embarrassing. What about milk? Are you a milk guy? Only because I am a known homosexual <laughs> and have AIDS. But I want to recruit you. Is milk about AIDS? It is about Harvey Milk, who championed a lot of AIDS causes as a gay mayor, and he was killed by one of his constituents i don't think that's the right word i think it is someone else he worked with and <clears throat> the guy who killed him famously used the defense that he had too many sweets as to why he killed a man like too many cookies yeah they called it the twinkie defense he said he was hopped up on sugary treats i mean i just had a crumble cookie i might murder you <laughs> i mean evidently you might get a, get off with that defense yeah. actually i don't think he got off but wild story I bet he got off in one way, huh? Fucking, I yeah. hear that shit, Fucking dog. Hear that, bro. Milk's actually a decent movie, directed by Gus Van Sant, friend of the show. His I best movie enjoying. is Elephant. Mm. <laughs> All I know. I, I forgot about Elephant. Us watching that on like a blockbuster Tuesday afternoon in the rain, like, hmm, mm, yes. Like, yes, let's take in this Columbine feature. I have, just because... Uh, We've been talking stand-up lately. Tom Takar has a very funny special on YouTube. Who's he again? He's just kind of a dude. He's like a New York guy. Mm. He used to be on one of Nikki Glaser's like, podcasts or serious shows. Mm. He's just like a dude, but his YouTube special made me laugh more than most specials. I was like laughing out loud at almost every bit in this. Tom Takar. Yeah. T-E-K-A-R? T-H-A-K-K-A-R. Glad I asked. I was way off. And the name of it isn't great. It's Takar Noir. That's is... funny though, like the cologne. Yeah. I like that. Okay, you're in on it. I'm in, yeah. I thought I can't recommend the special enough. I was like howling. I was like... Mm. I was cackling. I was doing what you want someone to do when they watch special. I was laughing a lot. I recommend mm. it. It's on YouTube, free. 
I watched a couple clips of the Netflix Shane Gillis special again. Phenomenal. I got to rewatch it mm. when he's doing the Trump stuff. I wish he did a little more Trump stuff. That's my only critique. And I know he doesn't want to kill the bit, nor does he want to be the Trump guy. Yeah. But he's boy, is his Trump fun. It's real good. And that's a great special too. Um, what's it called? Wag the dog or beautiful dogs. Yes. Netflix. 10 out of 10. <clears throat> Can't recommend it enough. Performative throat clearing. Performative throat clearer. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm like muscling my way through Ahsoka. I'm like trying to get Star Wars out of the obits, but not really. It'll probably no, you don't be care. Let yeah. it die. It's over. They announced recently like Guillermo del Toro was going to make a Star Wars movie a few years ago that the guy who wrote Batman Begins had written. It's like, hey, why didn't you make that one <laughs> instead of making the fucking like all the dog shit? Which one did Guillermo do? He didn't do any oh, but of the, the others. But, yes, sorry. Okay. But just like, you know, he's a good director. I imagine his Star Wars movie would have been at least passable right. instead of like the J.J. Abrams like fucking dog shit I'm, fest. I'm a known J.J. Abrams disliker. He's bad. Yeah. He's got nothing for me. <laughs> Truly. He's out to lunch. It was yeah. fun when I pretended to like Star Wars, though. It was. Mm. The fans remember this and they love it. I think that might be enough. Yeah. As much as I would love to keep floundering. <laughs> are um, we floundering? I'm, I'm having fun. I think the, I think the first half fun. was white hot, yeah. and then we came back riding that high, mm. and we probably should have just like gone after Monty a little bit more or played a bunch of Parsons drops. And I, was, I needed, I had a, whenever I have an episode where there's a giggle fit, mm. when you hit me with something like, like a bit about me getting molested by Mark Wahlberg, like hey. boom, nailed it. Mm. So I think this is a hot one. Yeah. We weren't here last week. Sadly, as you know, I will be in Florida next week for Lucy and my anniversary slash my birthday celebration. I, know, I meant to bring up the birthday boy wow. since we won't be here next week. Happy birthday, kid. Scary thing is the next time we do this podcast, I will be 40 years old. 40. 40 years old. You are old and also fat. I'm falling apart at the fucking seams. I mean, that's a big one. I know. Who would have thought the kid would see 40? Not me, folks. I was hoping I wouldn't, to be perfectly honest. I was hoping I'd be in the 27 Club. Wow. At that point in my life in particular. Just gotten out of a mediocre relationship. I was playing with the idea of moving to Los Angeles to try to get into the entertainment business. My life was a living hell at 27. Yeah, baby. Put a fucking gun in my mouth. And now the living hell rages on. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, where can the fans find you? Are they you going can, up anytime soon? Tell them can, about the Rhode Island show. Ooh, yes. I'm uh, opening for Dan at a Rhode Island show, I believe, weekend after next. And also another show at some point. I'm going to need to get better about these dates. Maybe write them down and like have the location, do a whole thing. I'm going to have to take over as your agent. Ooh. Your promotional abilities are non-existent. we got to get you out there. we got to pump this. In. I mean, you're not wrong. Pour it out. Fucking folks follow us on all the things and have a goo thanks for listening ankfit.com give me a buzz if you're looking to i'm taking on a couple more clients oh if for some reason this fell across your ears come on down get in there have a go watertown and newton oh, yeah. and that's it because the boston i'm not accepting boston clients that gym's gonna close we're all newton now newton folks what up get in there fucking 
Newton Watertown area. Ideally Weston. If you're listening to this from Weston, you have the money to afford me. Come on down. And folks, we'll see you next time. Have a go. Bye. Listen, buddy, I gotta go, but thank you. Thank you as well. Fucking, fucking, fucking thank all the fucking fans who fucking sent us fucking fucking dick pics. Yeah, fucking. I never said that. Thanks, fucking, fucking Chris Evans for fucking. Mm-hmm. I'd like, fucking look at it. <laughs> fucking go up to north of New York. I wonder who fucking Chris Evans is or fucking hooked who up. Who have with. you hooked up with? I just one you, name. Give me one name. You, you ever drop a Parsons saying north of New York? <laughs> What? The cleared out room is seventy-five to eighty-five percent cleared out. <laughs> that that clip is too long, baby. It is a beat too long. Jack, catch this mattress, buddy. <laughs> Unfurl the towel. I think if we did a a Patreon show of just this, you playing these, and- I need to get them more adaptable to have a conversation because it could be like, oh, Scott, are you going up next weekend? Good for you. <laughs> and then we were pretty much done. None of the others make any sense. I could wear shorts year-round. <laughs> cans, cans, cans. <laughs> All I know. All right, that's it this time, though. We got to go. Baby.